What's going on, y'all? I'm Brad. I'm Jeremy. And uh, we've been talking about things concerning reconciliation for a long time now. 20 years now. I'm white. I'm black. And we thought if we talked together about it in podcast form, it might serve some people. So let's, let's do talk it. about it. Broken and different. That's what we are. That's us. Blinded by chasing heaven's brightest star. Sun. We going towards him. We run with limps. We got, if got, you got, respond got, accordingly, you'll learn to hobble with, hobble with till we find where glory be. What glory at? No pros or experts on this That's journey. We are just learning how Jesus, Jesus makes art out of our life's debris. Hey, Brad. What's up, Jeremy? Hey, man. How's it going? Let's do this today. All right. So let's talk about this word, woke. Woke. Wokeness. Sometimes spelled W-O-K-E, W-O-H-K-E-E. <laughs> wokeness, wokeness. So, so this is a really popular word out there um, in, in Twitter land and in conversation. And um, I've had a couple conversations with folks, and I, I'm realizing there's a difference. The way yep. it's used... Uh, um, and the way that people receive it, the way people hear it. So I just think it might be interesting to hear kind of, you know, what, what is that difference? How are we, how are we actually interacting with that along cultural and racial lines? Yeah. It's interesting that that word seems like it's Genesis seems to be rooted in the killing of unarmed black men is is when uh, that became popular and highlighted in media and in social media, and then uh, the social consciousness of society, the, the consciousness of society uh, started to go up. Um, a consciousness that went up amongst white America, but a consciousness that has always existed in black America. Um, mm-hmm. This idea of the strife between the black community and the police, the just, black community and the justice system. In, in, at large mm-hmm. uh, has always existed. And it's, it's more like putting the finger, it's putting a word and putting the finger on the fact that we need to wake up to that. Yes. Injustice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, so it's Genesis is in that. Um, and now the word has a lot of different meanings, a yeah, lot of different yeah, meanings. It's kind of crept a little bit. Yeah. And I think what me and you know is that uh, for black folk, it means one thing and how we use it uh, is very complex uh, and, but for white folk, um, it means a, something I, I else. I think we're hearing something different. Yeah. So, so may, maybe you can unpack for me kind of when you use it. Do you use this word? I use it sometimes. sometimes. It's not a regular word. Mm-hmm. I use it usually in like a social, humorous way. Okay. Um, if I could put it like that. So I, I'll say this, man. Uh, for... For me and uh, for folk that I run with, uh, other folk of color, there is this uh, uh, understanding, this kind of cultural understanding of, of, of words where a word will have a meaning that has maybe even a scientific empirical or a socially accepted definition. Webster. Uh, there you go. Yep. And then, but it will become a lot of different things based on the context, who's saying it, what's the relationship between people. Right. Um, so let's, let's take, let's take a simple word, hate. Yep. Right. If I am, uh, having an argument with somebody who I really don't like, and I say, I hate you, 
Right. Um, that could mean, depending on where we're at, it could mean it's time to fight. Premeditated murder. It could be, there you go. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I ever said it like that, but no, you tend to go to the extreme. Yeah, that's my fault. Um, that's how they do <laughs> where you from. <laughs> but if I, but, but then again, that same word hate, if my, if my brother uh, pops out of a corner and scares me and we both laugh and I say, man, I hate you. You know, yeah, yeah. It's, an, it's a word of endearment. Yeah, no one needs to call the cops. Uh, no one no, needs to go to jail. No, yeah, no there's no assault it's like, I'm, yeah. it's just how I use that word. And it depends. Right. And that's a common thing with a lot of different words. Right. So right. the word woke yeah. has ten, it's taken on that form yeah. where It reminds now, me of the word love, too. Like, we will use the word love. Yeah. And if you just looked at the, if you, a transcription. Yep. And I'm like, I love a burrito. I love my dog. I love my wife. Mm. And it's just like, mm, but it's not the same. It's completely same. different. A lot of different. Yeah, a lot meanings. of different connotations. Yeah. That. Yep. Yep. So, so we, we'll, we do understand that in general in the English language. Like we're actually not, we're a little more precise in some languages, but we're not as precise as like something like Greek. Greek is much more precise. Sure. You know? But I wonder, so with words like woke, because of the modern connotations, uh, it sometimes I, I wonder, and you can you can you can add this. I wonder if white people just catch on, they don't catch on as quickly. So, for instance, when I use the word woke, mm-hmm. um, let's say somebody is up to date on some type of social issue. Yeah. Um, let's say one of my white friends, uh, and uh, you know, I'm not sure if they have heard about it. Uh, or if they have thought about it. But, you know, I get into a quick conversation with them, and they just and, – and they have some deep insights, some thinking, like and they emotionally connect. All of a sudden, they, like, they hey. go, like, oh, hey, happy Juneteenth or something like, like that. And they're oh, like, oh, And I the? might say, okay, you're a little woke now, huh? Yeah, yeah. And now yeah. they might – now I'm just thinking what that means when I say it means, right. oh, cool, you know the, what it is. Yeah. I'm not saying, man – you you are one of us. You you in the family. Like give me that brother hug. Like you in there now. I'm not saying that. I'm no, just saying, no. oh, that's kind of cool. You know that. Yeah. In fact, when I say that, what it mostly says, like that was cool. But let's see if you really know. Right, like you right. really in or you. That's just novel to you. So, uh, uh, you know, I'm saying it. I'm saying woke, and it's carrying a certain meaning. Yeah. I'm wondering for that white brother or sister is it landing the same way yeah no it is not <laughs> let me help you with that I, I this is my theory and um i don't want the emails so you know if i'm wrong don't i don't care um i my my opinion is that there there's this um infection in the way that we perceive um reconciliation the way we perceive like problem solving so when we okay. hear the word woke we think it's a checkbox we have a mentality okay. of checkboxes, a series of checkboxes, and we've checked this box versus like a process or a journey. Yep. You know, and so you know what I'm hearing from you. You'll use the word woke, but you use it in context of understanding a journey. Mm-hmm. And I think, in particular, you know, white culture or dominant culture sees things through a series of checkboxes. Yep. Oh, I've checked this box. I am now woke. I have now arrived. I, I don't have to work as hard. I don't have to. I don't have to continue in this journey. Like yep. it's it's good. You know, I've won the trophy type mentality. Now, I think it's very like subconscious. So I don't think people are thinking, "Oh man, I've I've now arrived. Yep. I'm the cool white dude," just because I, you know, recognize that Juneteenth might actually be a thing, you know, mm-hmm. in the world. 
and yet when I hear this word, this is, this is, I think, emotionally what's happening to people, you know, and they want it to want to arrive at a destination rather than like walking in a journey. Mm-hmm. And I do think that that causes some conflict where it's like, you know, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm one of the boys now. Like, man, Brad said, mm. like, I'm a little woke. And I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm in type <laughs> of thing. And, and then, you know, uh, then I start saying some other ignorant things. There you go. You know? There you go. <laughs> and like, wait, wait, why are we having this conflict now? Because I thought I was woke. Or, and, and I do see this too, I get judgmental of other white people. Man, mm. these white folk need to get woke. You mm. know, they need to, they need to like recognize their own business mm. and, and, and get super judgmental. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just weird. It's, it's a little gross, to be honest. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. whoa, man, like, you're you still, just, you're still you, on a journey. You just got up. Talking yeah. about woke, you just you got, got sleep up. in your eyes. Yeah, like you it's still like, got to wash your face. Yeah, <laughs> and you and you trying to judge other folks. Yeah, so so that's very to me that's very problematic for the personal discipleship of that that person yeah. who's receiving that word because they either weaponize it or or they kind of like get um, complacent with yeah. it and and there, therefore I, I I don't tend to use the word. There are some situations where I would use it because in a cross and cultural situation maybe. It, it comes up and it's like, I'm trying to communicate something and that word maybe makes sense to that person or that mm-hmm. context. But overall, especially among white folks, I never use that word mm-hmm. because I don't want to communicate a destination or a checkbox. And I, I just want to continue pressing people to say, yeah. no, there's a journey here. Um, you know, and I may want to say something like, you know, we need to awaken, yep. you know, but I won't, I won't use it in the, that definitive kind of like uh, way. So, I, yeah. That's how I think people are taking it, that's that or hearing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's a uh, that's how some might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's worth uh, making clear that we're not saying if you use the word you're wrong or you should stop. We're not judging the word. We just we just digging into the connotations and yeah. what could happen and how yeah. we've experienced it. Yeah, man. I I I've experienced that in using word most of the time. It's to describe uh, is to describe uh, a limited uh, mm-hmm. description of a person a limited description that has certain connotations and doesn't describe it usually doesn't describe a permanent uh, state of someone right, right. so it's, it's, not, no, it's not like a static state yeah so you I might read and it's yeah, a static thing I might right. read a chapter from a white author and it's 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 is wise and it's socially mm-hmm. up to date and it rings true with the black community. Right. Uh, and I might share with a friend like, Oh man, this author, he, he got, he got woke yeah. uh, in this, in this book. Yep. Uh, I'm not saying he's a woke person. Right. I'm not saying that he is a civil rights, like the emblem of, of what a white person should Him be for and civil MLK rights. Yeah. No, holding no, no, hands. no, 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 I'm not even, I'm not even trying to touch that sacred ground. No. Uh, I'm just saying, Oh, that was a good chapter. Like that was a good right. insight. Right. Uh, and usually, I see it used like that, yeah. um, to in a limited way. Yeah. Uh, so even if, like you said, even if uh, I'm with a close friend, uh, mm-hmm. and they might a close white friend, and they might say something that's really insightful, and I might say, "All right, man, mm-hmm. I see you. Mm-hmm. You woke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you woke all the time." Right. Right. And I, I want to say, the encouragement from people of color to white folks who are on a journey yep. and kind of making some steps to awaken to the reality of racial injustice is so valuable. 
mm-hmm. you know, I, it, just emotionally on the emotional level affirmation yeah. that isn't contrived, isn't make believe like is true. It's like, man, that's a good chapter, man. I, I appreciate that. I see you type of thing. So invaluable. Mm-hmm. Um, but also at the same time, recognizing, you know, helping that white folk, you know, realize it's still a journey. You're still on a journey. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. And, and that tension. And I, I can see how that might be complicated, though, in some relationships where it's like, I want to affirm this person, but I also don't want to have them misunderstand yeah. that they're still on a journey. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I, I actually believe, uh, like I said, it, it, there's a social understanding of words that mm-hmm. happens in, in communities of color. Um, now, what I think what tends to happen is that when somebody from a community of color with this understanding of the, how words can be contextualized, need to be contextualized and are contextualized, when they step into a predominantly white space or multi-ethnic space that has a predominantly white culture, right. they tend to kind of shrink back from that um, and feel like they have to maybe explain or teach um, too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually think we need to just live within the culture that that's in us mm-hmm. and, 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 and allow other people to learn like they do their own learning and in stepping into that. Um, uh, and so when we use the word woke, right. uh, use it like we use it. Yeah. Uh, yes. And, 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 and we use it understanding that there is a long journey that all of mm-hmm. us are on together, yep. um, a, a family that we're building and, just as in the family, there's kids that are part of that family who need to learn what it means to be part of that family. And mm-hmm. learning mm-hmm. how words are used and implications of them, I think, for those who are usually in the predominant culture, um, uh, in the dominant culture, excuse me, uh, they need to learn, like, okay, I, I'm starting to understand how this word is being used and what it means you, for me. This, yeah, this word is being um, used slightly different on. than the way yeah. I might use it or the way I might receive yeah. it. And I learned yes. what, what it means. What does that affirmation <clears throat> really mean yes. for me? What are they really saying? Yep. Um, and I, I, I don't, so I, I actually want to, I, I think for me as a person of color, I shy away from the, the thinking that I have to teach mm-hmm. what, when, I'm, when I'm operating in my cultural uh, normalcy. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of like, for instance, using the word woke. Uh, and I'm starting to learn, I don't necessarily have to teach. If somebody want to ask questions, right? I, you know, well, I'm that's relationship, for right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ask, ask the question. I'm not necessarily going to teach. I'll answer the question just as a friend and a brother, uh, uh, understanding that mm-hmm. you're probably going to have to ask more questions. And, and you just, and you're going to have to learn by observation and relationship. Um, and learning out of mm-hmm. out of love. Yep. So uh, when I think about using yeah using that word woke and and for p- folk of color as they operate in multi ethnic spaces yeah I want to make clear I'm not saying you need to teach I'm saying mm-hmm. operate uh, uh, strongly strongly in your cultural normalcy. Okay. Yes, because that's a contribution. Yeah. That's yep. like coming from the gift that God has given. Yeah you know, in you, deposited in you, that then, you know, if we you take like Ephesians 4, like to come into the maturity of Christ, mm-hmm. Jesus, the fullness of him, we have, we actually need each other, Yeah. which doesn't mean I need a uh, edited version of you, you know. Now, I don't need a sinful version of you, but like, we're all sinners, you know. So, you know, for anybody who might hear like, you know, we just need to sin on each other. It's like, well, yeah. that's going to happen. But like we we need each other to be actually different, 
Yeah. You know, and and if you're reducing your difference, mm-hmm. you know, because of some kind of a, well, I mean, historical oppression. There you go. Okay. <laughs> um, there's consequences, you know, for those differences. Yeah. Um, there, there is a, there is a need for that. And then, you know, my challenge for kind of maybe like a, you know, dominant culture, uh, majority culture is to really investigate what's being, what is actually being said, what is actually being meant, you know, in those exchanges um, and don't just rely on your understanding uh, and your worldview of a series of checkboxes. I want to go ahead and fix this problem. Yeah. Racism is a problem. Maybe I've recognized there's two different Americas, uh, separate and, and, and unequal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I have, I have in my mind or my heart, I have this series of checkboxes. I need, to, I need to get woke, and then I need to judge white people for not being woke. And whatever, <laughs> whatever those checkboxes are. I mean, it's, seriously, that that seems to be very prevalent. Um, yeah. You know, the, that comes out very prevalent. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it on Twitter. I've seen it in teaching. I've seen it preaching. I've seen it um, articles. And I'm just, I'm just like, man, I want to sit down with some of these people and say, yo, like, I, I don't think you know what that actually means. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I need you to ask maybe more questions. I like I like that posture of learning. Now, um, and maybe we could just get into this very briefly around like, this this word that might spark a conversation of inquiry um because you said man you know don't feel responsible to teach you know maybe ask questions but i also know there's a tension of like you also need to take responsibility majority culture person for your own education there's lots Mm. of sources for education out there yep so so you know i don't maybe unpack that for me for a second like i'm going man i need to I feel like I'm missing something with this word woke, this scenario. Gotcha. I need to ask some questions about this, but I also don't want to like, you know, put the responsibility on you to be my teacher. I need yeah. to take responsibility for myself and my own education. At the same time, I want to personalize. It. I want to, I want to gain relationship. I want to like actually submit to a, a person, not just ideas. You know, I want to actually like come into relationship in that way. Questions is a good way to do that. You, you see what I'm saying? That tension mm-hmm. of like, I need to take personal responsibility for my own education. Yep. But at the same time, I do want to engage in question asking and learning and in submission. Yeah. And so maybe unpack that dynamic for me, the, some of that tension for me. Yeah, I, I think I, I have to use, so I'm, I'm going to always go back to a family model as an example. But I think, I think about the uh, relationship between me and my mom. So I learned a lot about life from my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think about maybe 30% of that was one-on-one conversation. Like, okay. hey, mom, this is one, like, I'm wondering about this. Mm-hmm. Tell Sweet me. potato pie, how do I make it? How do I make it? Yeah. Tea cakes. Mama, <laughs> how do I make your tea cake? How do I get the collard greens just mm-hmm. right like you? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but... Everything else around that, you know, the the, the other seventy percent was life experience, like okay. living life with my mom, seeing, oh man, I can just watch you. I'm looking at you, how you soak those collard greens. I'm looking at you, um, like how you uh, spend time uh, making the ingredient, like spend time preparing to cook. Um, I, I maybe maybe more uh, maybe away from the food metaphors, but uh, 
I see how you, I, well, actually, I have experience uh, with my friends. Uh, I have experience in how we interact with each other. I've had these conflicts or arguments, uh, and, I ha and I, I've learned in the culture of friendship with my friends, and that produces questions that I might bring to my mom. Okay. Hey, mom, uh, you know, man, man, just uh, said, like, I heard his feelings. He said he ain't never coming back. What does that mean? Uh, mm -hmm. Well, baby, just, you know, he mad at you. So just just wait and let's see what happens. Oh, okay. I'm learning from her. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but 70% of that inter that learning uh, mm -hmm. about, like, how to learn about, like, what it means to hurt somebody's feelings, how they're going to respond, and giving them space. Yeah. You know, 70% of that came out of, like, the interaction with Man Man and then me wondering about it. Yeah. Uh, and then, 30, you know, then I had a conversation with my mom. So... All that to say, uh, I actually, this is not an exact science, but I actually right. think 70% um, of your learning probably should come just from experience, living with folk. Okay. Um, living, observing, learning. But that comes back to Johns Perkins. You got to relocate. You got you got to be with folk. You, you got to be with some folks, and that that's the intentionality, and yeah. that's the hard intentionality. You can't uh, just seclude yourself. You have to yeah. figure that out, mm -hmm. like be in relationship with people. Yes. Um, and I say it's hard, but I actually think, I actually think folk have folk that's different from them all around. And Unless if you you're don't, in South Dakota. Hey, <laughs> hey, I, you know, if y'all up north where the snow at, I don't think civilization was supposed to be there anyway. That's right, that's right. Oh, uh, man, don't email us yeah. about that. Just joking. Love, <clears throat> I got folk that live in the uh, way up there. Um, as a Florida boy, you'll never find me there. Nope. Um, uh, except if I'm visiting, but I, I just think uh, 70 percent of that should be out of experience and living with folk and build a relationship with folk. And then, as far as the learning through conversation and asking specific questions yes. and like you know the the teaching aspect, maybe 30 percent, maybe even just 20 percent. Yeah. Um, now, it, I've had this experience where I've I've actually. Um, just talked about the elephant in the room. That, that's a bit of my style. You know, it's kind of like, hey, man, I don't want to, like, assume, like, you're my teacher about this. Yep. But I am curious about this, you know, or I'm mm -hmm. wondering about this. And I found that when I've done that, that's that tends to be helpful to the conversation. Yep. Hey, man, I, I know that you don't represent all black people for all times and all areas. Yeah, call out, call out like, the obvious. Hey, man, I, I know that, you know, I'm, so it's like there's these qualifiers to my question, and even if I don't know exactly how to say all that correctly, the fact that I'm acknowledging um, nuances yes. to what's happening in the relationship and in the questions, that seems to go that seems to go well. So I'm 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 a, I'm a hit on that because like asking those asking those like stating those nuances or stating the things that could that that you know might be questioned in my head like am I representing my whole race to you? Right. But you just call that out yes. at the beginning now maybe even to go away from the checkbox mm -hmm. mentality, I know when you say that, you really are thinking that. You're not just trying to say, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to start this conversation by saying you're not representing all black people, but I'm going to take this, I'm going to take what Brad says, and I'm going to just use it. No, no, mm -hmm. you're going to actually go and still do your research, um, still go do some learning, learning through experience and growing through that. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, yes, do that. Call out the obvious. Like, make sure that's that's known. Mm -hmm. I, I know okay. this. You know, I'm I'm coming to you asking you this, black man. But 
I know that you're not representing everybody. I just, I'm just curious. Yeah. Um, say that. And then actually go and live as if my worries aren't the only worries you Yeah, yeah. And, and, and also, <clears throat> I, I've also found that I'm curious about what you think. Yep. You know, not necessarily black people think, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I'm curious about that maybe in general, but how do you actually define that? Yeah. How do you find, you know, Latinos? I mean, that's mm-hmm. a massive complicated question so but you know if i sit down with filet i'm going man filet i'm interested because her and i you know and, and you know filet she's wonderful and uh african very, woman very thoughtful african woman um and and kind of been in the states for a long time uh, i mean just amazing so i've actually had this conversation about woke i was like man i'm curious what do you think yeah when you're saying that word how do you use that word you know Here's how, here's how I think white folks are hearing that word. Here's what I'm thinking about it. Just having that conversation. But I'm like genuinely interested in like what she thinks. Yeah. So I'm locating my curiosity, not just on like a conceptual thing or a whole entire people group. I'm actually curious what Filet thinks, what yeah. you think about it. I also, I, I just think that that's really valuable in, in the conversation because I, I'm just not saying, um, I'm not using you as like mm-hmm. an encyclopedia or Wikipedia or something like that. I'm actually curious with, for you, with you. And again, I, I just think that's a, that's a relational breakthrough, you know, uh, between the dividing wall of hostility, you know, yeah. getting past that is going, I got to stop thinking about those people that I'm curious about or this way of action or this piece of history. And I actually want to know, what do you think? You know, and that seems to also like like build relationship. And of course, at the end of the day, I still have to go back do my own research. This is just one person yeah. saying something. Yeah, it, you know, that person might be wrong about something, a piece yeah. of history. So yeah, this is the piece of history. What if they're actually wrong about it? I don't know. I have to go do my own research and my own thinking, my mm-hmm. own my own journey yeah. in that. So and that's what that's what relationships supposed to be. It, it is that I value you and your thoughts and who you are and what God's done in you. And so I want to hear that. Uh, uh, but there's also understanding that you are part of a people. Yes. And so you represent that in some way, in but some not way. in total. That's right, not in total. And so I mm-hmm. come to you and learn um, a piece of that heritage, but also learn specifically how you uniquely, you as the image of God and what he's done in you, yep. you in your unique <clears throat> ethnic identity, yeah. Yep. Um, like I can take that and there's a lot of learning that yes. happens in that one-on-one interaction. Yeah. So, that, and that's a great balance between collective identity and individualism. Yeah. And that's something that, uh, you know, if you've ever been in a, min- uh, if you've ever been in a, min- uh, a person who's a minority in any kind of context, all of a sudden you start realizing collective identity. Yeah. Like that's some, that's an epiphany that will happen. Mm-hmm. So if you're majority culture here in the United States, kind of white culture, white folks, if you go to like the Philippines or China and you see some other white people or another American, all of a sudden you have a very high collective identity. Yeah. Like you recognize those people from far off. You see them, yeah. you nod your head at them. <clears throat> I remember being in the Philippines, living there for nine months. I didn't see, I didn't see any black person for nine months until we were like on this plane, we're going to this um, other island. Yeah. And there was a black couple going, going on vacation. And all I wanted to do was like sit next to them. I was okay. just like, because they, they were black Americans. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, 
Like, I just want to, like, we're Americans. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. this is, I just, you know, and that's, that, that's a collective identity, not mm-hmm. an individual identity. But I know for a majority culture of people, to understand collective identity sometimes is difficult, you know, and, mm-hmm. and almost nearly impossible to really understand at first, you know. Uh, but they understand themselves as individuals. And to start bridging that gap and saying, actually, in part, you do represent a collective. Yeah. And you are an individual. That type of conversation, having a conversation that way, actually honors both truths. Yeah. You know. Um, well, man, we, we should probably wrap this up. Do you, you have a call for? Yeah, I, I think on the, on, a, uh, on the other side of the coin is with uh, – well, I say on the other side, coin for folk of color. Uh, I I would encourage folk not uh, not to shy away from when you're asked uh, about things. When you're asked about things, to 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 push white folk to to share um, what they think. So if you're asking me, man, what do you think about that on um, that on a black woman who? Yep. Died in her jail cell. Yep. Well, what you thinking? What have you heard? What's your family thinking mm-hmm. about it? And then, and, and what, how's that land on you? Like, where are you at with this? Mm-hmm. Um, not to be afraid to push back. Because on one hand, yeah, there's learning. But also, the majority culture person needs to um, add to that conversation also. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, that well, they, might and be they don't tough. need to just appropriate your opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> they need to develop their own opinion. Yeah. So they need to listen, hear something, and develop, not just say, I'm going to copy and paste whatever you say. Yeah. You know, yep. That's inappropriate. Yep. yep. And, if, and I think there's, there's I think the, the biggest enemy um, is silence uh, when there's disagreement. Uh, to think, for the majority of the person, think like, oh, I just got to take this at face value, and so I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to, I don't rub somebody the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> interesting enough, I'm saying it's okay for for folk of color just be like, no, no, what what are you thinking? Okay, um, okay. Because I I think if there's going to be relationship, familiar relationship, there has to be equal investment um, in conversations like that. Um, so when we talk about woke, woke is not just necessarily a bl- a white person learning what black people think. Yes. There's no a white person putting themselves vulnerably in the conversation and the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're gonna be in the journey, that means that your prejudices that needs to that needs to to be if it's there, it needs to come out, and it needs to be worked out with people yeah. of color. Um, so maybe the call. Uh, for people of color is to to like call that out um and maybe in a later later uh podcast i'll say why i think that's okay yeah um uh but uh and then for folk of majority culture to not be afraid to like let those prejudices come out and to deal with them oh there's a lot of fear there brother in yeah, <laughs> a in lot space of with people of color. Yep, yep, because um, yep. if really if your prejudices are a weakness then you need um, you need someone who is strong to help root yeah, that out. Yeah, that's right. And so, of course, that's a that's a conversation for another time. That's right. That's right. I think my call is 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 do not succumb to the checkbox mentality. Uh, I just think that's the thing that interrupts people's journeys. They'll they'll make some strides. They'll make some realizations. They'll even begin the process of repentance. 
but they won't bear fruit because they think they've arrived. They think they've done enough. And this is just like our sanctification. This is a lifelong process of life together, living together, um, finding um, continued freedom. Um, but that's only if you're on a journey. If you, if you, you know, stop the journey, it's done, you know. So get away from checkbox mentality. Get away from I need to arrive uh, and take the next step on the journey. Um, and then the next step and the next step. So I think that'd be it for me. Yeah, man. All right, brother. God bless you guys.